What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD Podcast. (laughs) Period. Because snitches get stitches around here. And who's snitching? He ain't got no ham on him. He ain't got no ham on him. All right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of OD Podcast. Tomorrow, my birthday. Today, my birthday. When y'all listening. Yeah. Today is tomorrow. And tomorrow is today. Tomorrow, yes. But today is also yesterday. That what I mean. Okay, so, um, man. So, I had, you know, I'm not really going to any restaurants or anything like that right now. I'm just trying to be as safe as possible. But I do have plans to go see the Obama Portraits Tour at the high museum this weekend so i'm looking forward to that i had a really cute outfit i was gonna wear inspired by my one of my favorite movies clueless but i'm just wearing it to the museum i'm about to be in the museum in heels and i don't care because my outfit cute listen i took some pictures the high today. museum is a very nice a uh, nice building i feel like anytime i went there all my friends dress up i don't i don't see why not you know what i just don't think it's ideal to wear heels in a museum but i'm gonna be all right and yeah. um, but I don't care. I'm fine. It's just you know my uh, my crew already know I'm going strictly for the photos. But no, it's gonna. I'm looking forward to it actually. And um, I took some pictures in the outfit today. I took some like headshots. Look, I snapped. I just did like a little basic beat. Oh, period. I had and I slashed LinkedIn picture because you know I, I was gonna say that's a new LinkedIn picture right there, boo. It is. It is. But uh, look at my heels. I got some clog heels. I can't tell. Hold on. I can see them. They tee. How Okay. They go with the, the clueless look. Yeah. Anyway. You had I, the outfit for a minute. I remember you been you been plotting on that outfit. I was Shane Sheen. So tell me why there was a she and Shane Shine ad on TikTok. And the TikTok ad said Shane. But on Twitter, they said Sheen. They playing mind games. Whatever it is, it's cheaper than work. No, just for real, my button popped off. I had to, I had to, I had to. Um, you safety pin the button back on just off trying the darn outfit. I'm like, okay. I was always giving Forever Twenty One. Well, you know, honey, she, 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 and stuff and stuff. You cannot wash. Just throw it away after you wear it. Cause also, that's um, terrible for the environment. Unfortunately. Also, don't um, <laughs> don't buy the air fryer papers. <laughs> oh my god, y'all! So let me tell y'all something. So one time, so I really got in my Shein bag this year out of the blue because I didn't realize the thing is the quality is poor. It's all about what you get, right? So um, the outfit I got is tweed, so it's already like a thin material, and I already knew I wasn't gonna wear my outfit more than once. I am gonna donate it. I'm not gonna throw it away. I don't um throw clothes away because it's terrible for the environment. Um, but I um I was trying to qualify for free shipping, so I was just throwing some random stuff in my car. So I saw air fryer sheets, which was like parchment paper ish that's what it gave anyway and it was like 50 sheets for like a dollar now i thought the sound of this was crazy but i have used my air fryer with aluminum foil before i have baked cookies on parchment paper there's no way this could go wrong right okay so i put them in my air fryer and i'm warming it up preheating or whatever and i don't think nothing of it it run through the whole five minute cycle i started smelling some burning but i'm thinking i got some crunch left in there for my last um popeye shrimp movement because i you know and then <laughs> I opened up my air fryer, y'all, and the paper is burnt. Burnt. It's like when you, um, if y'all ever had cooked on a grill before or a fireplace and you want to keep the fire growing, so going, so you, you throw some paper in there, it was looking like that. It was having little flyaways and everything. I freaked out because I'm the like, The description that you just gave is insane. I love it. And it was accurate. But it's just so crazy because I'm like, wow, I really could have burnt my house down. And I wouldn't have thought nothing of the fact that it did the whole five-minute cycle. That's on like 400 degrees. Yeah. So y'all tried to tell me that this was air fryer. I wonder how many people around the world lost their home because of Shein. Now, I did request to, to return them, but it gave me a refund. Honey, it was a dollar, but I was going, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just stick the clothes and um <laughs> and shoes and, you know, whatever. Look at this little grid I made. I'm cute. I, I slap. I snap. Yeah, that is really cute. I love it. Me too. I love it too. It's giving Alicia Silverstone. Okay. Isis, Isis Arnold. You did what I'm saying? I, okay, I cool. So, all right. So, let's get to this week's episode. Um, t- Right now, there's a versus going on with uh, Anthony Hamilton and Music Soul Child. I was trying to watch it, but I had to record. So, here we are. Um, I just want y'all to know that Music Soul Child going to win. Because when he up? when he play um, Don't Change, yeah. um, Teach Me. Yeah. And what's Ooh. the other song? 
First of all, Teach Me was your rain song for so long at one point. I remember being on the train with my ex-boyfriend, rest in peace, Rodney, and having him listen to that song, thinking it was going to make him a better boyfriend. I'm going to listen to this song. He... <laughs> like that's deep. Ain't it crazy how you used to think as a, as a kid? Oh my god, embarrassing! Think that that wasn't even that long ago. Yes, embarrassing. But yeah, I just really th- it's so crazy because when you that young, you really think that you just I don't know. You just think you know everything about love, child. Yeah. But um, my all time favorite music music soul child song is called Who Knows. And for a long time, I wanted it to be my wedding song until I found out it was about having sex, which it could still be a wedding song. But it is such a beautiful song. It's just so music soul child is that dude, and I love how his naming conventions didn't include spaces. Yeah. Um, and he would just spell out the stuff like I just want to sing. I was. It took me a few years to realize that his his album wasn't some like translation for another language. <laughs> Um, I think my mu- my favorite music soul child is um, um, get you out of my system. Is that if that's the name of the song? That's Bow Wow and T Pain. But yeah, they got a song called that. But I'm saying that's I don't know if that's the name of it, but the one that Lucky Day remade. I actually really love that song, and I love um, love of course. I love all music soul child songs. I used to literally have this little boom box. With a CD player and literally have, I wanted to climb inside of the boombox. So I used to be like having my ear to the boombox listening to that. Cause I used your to. Your feelings. I, I ain't had no feelings. I ain't date nobody. So it wasn't, <laughs> I mean, what? What are you gonna do? I remember Miss Thomas, our sixth grade teacher, she used to play that I just wanna sing album front to back, front to back every tea. single day. It was T. Wasn't she from like Philly or something too? She they... probably was her crazy stuff. Now, what yeah. about what about Anthony Hamilton though? I think I got like three songs of him of his that I can just name off the top of my head. It's gonna be Charlene, The Point of It All, and Can't Let Go. That's it for me. So I mean, if you wanna if you ask my opinion, um, I honestly think that this versus is unfair. unfair because I sure. think that I think that a more a better match for Anthony Anthony Hamilton would have been Life Genius. That would have been mm-hmm. that, that would have been and better. they both got that little um they got the raspy voice. Yeah, hey, yo, yo. Exactly. They got similar music, but Virgin just turned 17. She finally got oh, that's all had me feeling guilty, baby. I don't know. I was doing a walk in shame from HR to work when I had to clap <laughs> from ESO. I'm like, dang, why would this song play God? I feel like the song had dropped like three days later. What? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know what he had in life. I, I know he had some situations going on. Yeah, some but... domestic violence situation. I think some baby daddy, baby mama situations. Yeah, um, and he um remember he was he was the Gucci jacket at the at the, at the valet. Mm. Remember the girl thought he was a valet. He was like, I ain't valet in the Gucci jacket. Like people just can't get Gucci jackets on regular income. Yeah, come on um, now, brother. When I was in New York last week, our daggone driver had on uh, a Dior jacket with the Dior hat and the bag. I'm like, oh, it was fake. What going on? <laughs> what going on? Look, I just like I just said, regular folks can't get like like regular folks can go, can't get Gucci. But I'm yeah, you know, it, I mean, and you know what? He drives like big name celebrities around, so I'm like, you know, it, no, yeah. I'm just messing around. I just know that New York got that street with all that stuff. Yeah, they got it too. Don't be fooled. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do think that Life Genders would have been a better um, match because I feel like I don't really know anybody vocally or even just talent wise that style of music next to him for real Man, you are right though I don't, who who can you really match up music soul child with nobody no you. but right. you know what's so crazy though it's so funny you said that the domestic violence some of the best male r&b and female r&b singers be having some of the craziest drama but that's why the music that's where the inspo about. come from look at mary j Blige and all she been through oh yeah and you know what's so crazy i always tell people this i'm like um, people always be saying, saying like, oh, you know, I need, we need to get back to 90s R&B. All of them couldn't really sing. We just used to fuck with the music. Cause baby, Key Sweat can't sing. It was a lot of people because <laughs> if you think about it, I'm not saying that Mary J. Blige sound bad. I'm not saying that. He, he's a singer, but he is not like a vocalist. A vocalist. Yeah. Mary J. Blige isn't a vocalist. I never really thought that Keisha Cole could sing, but her music. No, he, I don't know about that by Mary J. Hold on now. You think that Mary J. Blige is a vocalist? And how could I love her? Singing loud don't mean you can sing. What? Singing loud don't mean you can sing. No, you're right, but okay, I don't like the way this conversation is headed. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but we overlooked it. So when people are looking at the current state of R&B and they be like, they don't sing, 
do they not sing or do they just don't sing loud? Okay, cool. But the, but the thing is, Mary J. Blige is a soul singer, so she don't really exactly. have to. Okay. Exactly. So who, who, okay, I don't even count them all. All right, let's move on. Who I'm just saying like that. Okay, so so when I say R&B, I'm going to just name the girls. Because I don't even put Jasmine Sullivan in that category because she would Ooh, be Jesus. considered a vocalist. Like, she sings down. She but, sang. Exactly. But people like Janae, Summer Walker, Ari Lennox. Um, who else is, oh. I don't, I don't listen. Okay, to but Janae don't sing though. She can. She can. That's what I'm sing. saying, Kaylani. All these people are not like. I think what it is is that we're used to people. Even if you your voice isn't that strong, we used to the loud because Keish Cole was yelling in that song. She made sure we felt every lyric. I did. And she was another I person. Think I wasn't wild enough. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that's what it is. I think that the new R&B girls, they just have a softer approach to it, but it's the same thing. Well. Because they, they all sing about the same thing. Sierra, she was like holding the mic like this with her mouth open. They was like, what y'all think she's singing? Because it seemed like she was getting down. They said she was saying, what to <laughs> Sierra and Cassie paved the way for the new girls. I ain't gonna lie. Oh no, baby. Cassie ain't paved nobody way. All right, now we going too far. All I'm right, who your black business of the week? Soft, with the soft though? She didn't even, she literally was talking on the phone. All right. Well, who your black business of the week? I ain't asking no more. <laughs> so, um, y'all, my black business of the week this week, I am going to shout out my barber. So I find, y'all know my struggle. I've been living in LA since November and my barber, um, search for a barber has been just unreal. Okay. So I found the perfect barber. I mean, um, I've always had to go to barbers who, I feel I get really bad anxiety in barbershops because I get triggered by the conversations. Let's just start there. So the conversations in the barbershop always, and I feel like they always turn um, homophobic when the gay person come in. It's like, oh God. So yeah. um, in Atlanta, it was different because we actually have a few barbershops in Atlanta that that only like all the barbers are gay, so it's more comfortable. Um, and then. My barber in Atlanta, he had a private suite, so I didn't have to deal with that all the time. You had a safe but, place. Yeah, it was a safe space. <laughs> so um, I've had some bad experiences out here with the barbers. Um, haircut was full. Um, experience was full. Prices were full. So randomly, I found this guy. So what I do is, what I did was I took your advice. I went on Style Seat, searched barbers, and I go to the Instagram. And I literally, and he didn't have that many photos, but I saw one picture that of somebody who had the same like hairstyle as me, and I was like, okay, he can cut my hair. Yeah. And when he cut it, it was fire. I mean, he is the perfect price point. Um, it's a private experience. It's Fifteen minutes away from my apartment, like it's just it works. And he from the south. He from Florida. I'm so, so happy because you've been through a lot trying to find this darn barbershop barber movement. No. So now we got to find me a, a nail salon. But I feel like that ain't going to be that bad because I've been going to one that's just expensive. I'm trying to just knock my expenses down a little bit. But anywho, so his Instagram um, is called Bros Fades. So it's B-R-O-S-E. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It's B-R-O-S-E-F-A-D-E-Z-Z. Um, his name is Brandon. Like I said, he's from Florida. He he's a mobile barber and he has his own studio, and he has set times. Um, I've actually recommended him to to two people so far, and they had good experiences with him as well. Um, so yeah, if you're in LA, you need a haircut. Check him out. Don't be overbooking my barber though, so I can't get to him. <laughs> but because <laughs> you got to start this search all over again yeah but but for real for real like i even told him today like i just really appreciate he and he's so clean like honestly i've never gotten a haircut where i had i haven't had like a, a lot of hair on me mm -hmm. the first time you cut my hair i was like is he using clippers like what's up like his i got a, his clippers got a reservoir on it yeah, <laughs> on like, be cutting my hair it be burning it be like hot, but I always thought that was normal. Like the clippers be hot, clippers be burning. It when they rub the alcohol, it just be burning real bad. But he literally is so gentle, and the haircut is perfect. Hairline on is it, he can go back on my line. He 
he actually fixed the hairline that the previous barber messed up. He I know that's it. right. He gave he did the quick weave method. He didn't do the quick weave method, <laughs> but he had a little he had a little fiber going on, you know. Okay, 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 you know? okay. But yeah, he t- he t- I, I I mess with him. So check my barber out here in Hollywood. Yeah. Okay, cool. Say less. All right. So I'll put the information in the episode notes per usual. You know, we said it every week. Um, so let's move on to shop talk. All right, man, what a week. Um it's like Kanye runs the internet right now. Listen, everything you know, he, is Kanye. Oh, he definitely don't run the internet, but um you know, he he just how you trend over COVID. <laughs> He's trending over the, the thing, Super Bowl. man, about the, the Kanye thing. I actually wanted to talk about this for the main topic. Like, it's it's not even funny, to be honest with you. But the only reason why it would be funny is because it's Kanye. And this is pretty much on brand for him. Like, Barely. this is, to me, it's just what... Based, the way he's treating this, his family situation is very um, toxic, unhealthy, and manipulative. And it's not cool. Like, I... um. I just, and it's terrible because when you as famous as they are or famous in general, like you legit cannot avoid your ex. Like when I think about, um, like, you know, for example, he allegedly, um, I don't even know if it's been confirmed, but cheated on Amber with Kim and Kim cheated on Reggie with Kanye. So imagine being not only in this public relationship and being somebody who was, you know, pretty popular. And now for the foreseeable future, you have to watch your ex who was you was with with somebody else and on top of that become way bigger than what y'all were you know what i'm saying i don't know what that could do to somebody's self-esteem or their sanity but it's really weird and annoying and you cannot escape stuff like that and i mean thankfully when kim and amber were together i mean social media was obviously around but viral wasn't really like how it is now so it was a little probably a little easy to avoid but um it just makes me wonder like even uh, i don't know i just don't like how he's like listen bro it's really trash, and I think that I think that it what makes it worse is that he got Antonio Brown standing next to him the whole time he doing this, and it's like you are just really a joke. Like, first of all, you know for 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 sure that this guy who is dating, but who is dating Kim, is not a threat to you at all. You are like bullying him because you want to get your family back together, but. The whole time you dating this other girl, and then hello, and allegedly the second girl since you've left your quote unquote wife. Yeah. So what is the problem? And like she not even doing she not even doing nothing. Like we see them out in public, but that's it. Like they don't even. Yeah. And it's so like a you, man told me this came from a man's mouth that it's the fact that it's that it is who it is because somebody from from Kanye's perspective is probably like. What Jay Z say? How you gonna hide? What's higher than number one? You know what I'm saying? So in Kanye's eyes, ain't nobody better than him. So when she see when he sees Kim with somebody like Pete Davidson, who has like this, you know, dirty demeanor, really like goofy dude, a comedian, is not really attractive, even though he is in a little odd way. <laughs> so it's oh, like wow, of all people. But to me, Kanye ain't a he ain't you know what I'm saying he ain't ugly. But he definitely ain't fine. Well, my thing is, what makes Kanye better than him? Because he because has Kanye, a sense because, of fashion, because well, he's no. rich, because he is who he is. That doesn't make you a better person. Just because But he, to him, it may be. Think about it, This is somebody who is narcissistic, who is not very mentally stable, and gets attention for literally every single thing he does because of his antics. So for him, he probably assumes that Kim would have a hard time replacing whatever lifestyle he could have thought he created for her and that nobody is better. So when you go somebody like, it'd be different if she ended up with like some kind of exec from some company in another country, but she ended up with Pete Davidson, a comedian who outside of his job at SNL, nobody really knew him besides his relationships with other celebrities. Like he's not really a social, he don't even have social media. Like he's just not somebody like, like yeah. it, on paper, he probably looks at him as a joke, which is really lame because I think that I saw something or heard something where Kim said that Pete Davidson makes her feel normal. Like they do normal stuff, like go to pizzerias and stuff like that. 
But I just really don't appreciate the way Kanye handles all this stuff. Like, I would never even be texting him in a time like this because he literally posted everybody text messages. I would, it's and it's kind of tough because it's like forcing people. It's 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 manipulative. It's forcing people to want to be an ally with you for the sake of not being exposed or called out or exiled, like yeah. he did Kid Cudi. But it is also like to me, this isn't like the way Kanye is acting. Even though it's a lot more extreme, it's on brand for how he always was. So this isn't new, and they were together for all these years. So like, I don't know. I just feel like having a baby with him was a first mistake yeah um what i say y'all every week don't have these men babies <laughs> um you know they were married so I, I i don't mind the kids i just don't think that <laughs> first of all i think he's off his meds he really needs to get back on his back because he's he's medically he doesn't think problem. he needs them so that's issue number one and he unfortunately he real them. bad he need the meds um i think that he took his meds today because he he were, he was typing in regular font instead of oh, all. Oh, he's cap. back in all caps as of a few minutes ago. Okay, yeah, this is an ongoing. I like it's really taking over timelines. It's taking over the media, and it's annoying because it's like y'all having marriage problems. I understand that, but please, just, no, they're not having marriage marriage problems. They're getting a divorce. <laughs> Must be very. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I think I keep saying that because he's speaking to her as if they're still. They're, they're gonna be together again. Like he keeps saying, they're my not, wife. My and wife, he's my not. Wife. He's begging. He's begging for that because they are technically married. Yeah, it's really sick. It's this is the thing. He's trying to manipulate her. He's trying to. First of all, he's trying to bully this man to leave her. Um, and he he basically sent people like he like he kind of like sent his fans to like bother him out in public. Yeah, it's so I hate. It's really thing. lame. I don't like it. It's not. It's not fair. Now, God forbid something happened to Pete Davidson. Then it's on Kanye. Then Kanye, you know, Kanye is Kanye being Kanye won't be held accountable for it. It's just really lame. I don't love it, but I also can't, you know, I'm, I don't think that Kim is innocent in this role because I'm sure she was very intentional about getting with Kanye. And that's fine. That's her business. But all I'm saying is, yeah, they both, I feel like they both had motives and it worked for them because yeah. it was like he saw her as like, because at the time when he, when he was dating her, Kim unfortunately was like at the forefront of like um, beauty trends. Like mm -hmm. that's just her thing. Like anything, that, even though she didn't create these things, she was the person who made these things trendy. So like even down to contouring and um, I mean, the word soft glam and all these things came from her, be her beauty regimen. And so like- And ant bodies. Huh? Ant bodies. She actually got that from Black China, but <laughs> we, ain't gonna, we ain't gonna go the other day. We ain't, it ain't Black China on the docket. So, um, oh wow! But yeah, she started. You know, she was hanging out with China. That's where the body came from. So she can't take full credit for that. China. So, um, but Kanye is a, a, he he's been into fashion since we know him. We know him for producing. We know him for um, for rapping, and we know him for fashion. He saw her, and he's like. This is literally my dream, like a Barbie doll that everybody loves. I could just dress, let her be whatever she wants, and that's what he likes. That's how he did Amber. Um, and I think that with Kim, I think that with with Kim, it was just more of because she has not she, but not even just that. Like she has the perfect team that can help her and him elevate. Amber <laughs> didn't have that. Amber was hey, like, like literally his pet to me but she you know so it worked in both of their like it worked out at the time in both of their favors but i think now um the fact that he just he's went so long and so long with without treating his disorder and his trauma didn't get any therapy anything like that because he is so egotistical he feel like he doesn't need it um now it's to a point where it's uncontrollable you know what i'm saying and it's like she can't deal with it no more. I understand that. Like I, I've, you know, if you I were feel, in a position, would you put a restraining order out against him? I literally tweeted that today. She needs yeah, to. I saw because some other she, people saying he, the same he, thing, but I feel like it'll only make it worse because I don't think he would definitely make it worse. But honestly, they live their neighbors, you know. Yeah, that's another thing. He did that. To, I feel he keeps saying he didn't do that to be. Um, Come on, now this man is a massive manipulator. He literally pretended to be a god lover. 
<laughs> not pretended, but like you know that was all. Fake. I feel you. Like he he did it just to say he did it. He did it just so he can to be like to his you know whatever. Yeah, he's he's wild man. But I can't lie. I feel like yes, there's a such thing as being with somebody for status, but you got to be insane yourself to sign up to be with Kanye the West. Like I just yeah. Wow, I can't believe she was with him for so long too. Yeah, like a long time, you know. So, carrying the torch from Kanye on down the road, we got Kodak Black, who is pretty much on the same road. You so you know for a while he um he has always been with like different women. It'd be like a fiance this week, baby mama that week, girlfriend next week, like all while professing his love to Young Miami and now Dream Doll. Now, um, he had been on Dream Doll for a, the past, maybe the past month or so. And he even like wrote her name out in rose petals, but it wasn't enough rose petals. <laughs> but apparently Kodak and Dream worked on a video a couple days ago and the video, the pictures circulated and people thought, oh my God, he finally got his shot. But then she commented like, y'all, this was behind the scenes for a video. Like Kodak will never be with me, blah, blah, blah. You know, keeping it real. Cause this man been literally virtually harassing her for a while even though he got to be around her but she obviously didn't want him but she never responded to it so anyway he got offended by her saying it and gonna go as far as saying like she think that he beneath her and just because she got a little money but i'm like just because you and it's just like the kind of situation just because you want somebody they don't have to want you yeah you That's got money you're, you're, you have status great she don't have to want you though yeah, exactly. And then you get mad when things don't go your way, but it's it's funny when it's Kodak and it's funny when it's Kanye, but they're doing the same thing. They really are. And you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of like when you be out in public, a guy try to talk to a girl, she declines, and he just start roasting her, running up, trying to run oh, up yeah. on her. Definitely happened to me before. It's the same. Got, definitely put his hands on me and got mad when I told him not to. Don't even know you, sir. Yeah, like this is, it's, it's the same thing. It's just they on a higher level, so they can't do as much my thing about kodak is you need to be chilling you just got shot the other day literally so i don't know i think that's so weird um i don't know what it is about men because even in our community we experience that like in, i was just about to ask you have you experienced anything like that before yeah so in gay clubs people we talk about it all the time we'll walk through club in the club or walk through clubs and men will literally grab your Part, your private areas, your oh. behind. Um, sometimes they'll grab your hand if or whatever. They're like, I mean, these things happen a lot. And I'm just like, what is it? In Because, I mean, I'm a man, so I can speak from a man's point of view, but nothing about, nothing in me just says, touch him. Yeah, exactly. You know and what I'm saying? Know, like, put your hands trans, on him. And there are sexually transmitted diseases that are um, transmissible by, by skin-on-skin contact. Yeah, and, and also... COVID-19. <laughs> so uh, if you in the club, you already took that risk. Yeah. But it's like in general, even yeah. before then, it's just like, why in the hell would you think it's okay to just touch people or but yeah, so I, I don't know. I just feel like in our community, since it's literal men on men, it's, Richards, yeah. It is <laughs> triggering. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a man on oh man I feel like the aggression is even more because I don't know like I, I guess they feel like we like that I mean most men are very promiscuous for the most part so in general the approach with guys is always going to be not always so some people have manners and some people got some sense that their mama and daddy raised them right and or but um I don't know. Like I, I've I've just witnessed so many different things. I've witnessed like being people exposing themselves to to, yeah. to people. Like even like I remember one night I was leaving the club. Um, this happened maybe like five years ago. I left the club downtown. So this was literally like streets over from Five Point Train Station. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. walking to. It was a it's a it was a club called Halo down there. Oh, okay. And so um, we we were leaving Halo. I parked kind of far. So I walked to my car and I parked in front of a convenience store. I always pay attention to my surroundings. I'm like, a convenience store is going to always be people in and out of there. So I said, let me park somewhere where I know when it's time for me to leave, at least it'll be some people outside just in case if something happens to me. Um, 
you know, somebody will see it. Yeah, you got a witness. So even though folks don't be helping, they don't. But <laughs> maybe God will put it on their heart to help <laughs> that day. Um, <laughs> so I ended up parking in front of this store, and lucky me, the store is closed. So I'm like, oh snap! So I'm rushing to my car. And I cranked my car up and I'm like putting my address in the GPS and I, I saw something in my peripheral. Um, and it was a guy like exposing himself, like literally leaning on the door. Now keep in mind, he didn't look homeless. He had on like fresh clothes. Mm-hmm. Like he just was like exposing himself. And I jumped and I, I didn't know what to do. Like I was like, oh my God, like what the fuck? Do you not know this man walked over to my car, uh, to the driver's side? I pulled off. Man, I have been exposed to so many times in public, and it's so wild because what exactly do you want me to say when you do that? They get a rush out of that, and I, I've, yeah, I've, that's probably what it is. You're right. They get a rush out of that. I think it's just the, you know, some people. It's the same thing. Well, I, I don't I, like. I feel like it's probably the same feeling of like bungee jumping or j- hopping out of plane like that adrenaline rush but okay. baby you need to take that on somewhere else yeah because... you need to take that to a mirror or something now yeah, have I you ever had an ex act the way kanye is acting like really wouldn't let you leave you alone making a scene um so i i it, we didn't even we weren't even in a relationship this is just somebody i dated so i had a guy who um who went to high school with one of my friends and we ended up dating and he caused a lot of drama between me and it, me and that said friend, you know, that, you know, whatever we got over that part. So he was definitely toxic, but, um, he was very charming at the same time. So I was just lured into him and I'm like, you know what? I can, we can make something work just because that's just how good he was. And so one day, um, he took me to a lake. And we had this long conversation. So basically he was saying that he was going to go away to the army and he was going to propose to me while he was in the army. So that way he can get some money. He was going to give me this amount of money. Oh, does the military acknowledge same sex marriage? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. So um, he was like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to get married. And da da so I wasn't agreeing to it. I was like, um, I want to get married for real to somebody who I like. And I'm not saying I don't, I don't like you, but we, we, we ain't got that far yet. Like, I don't know. So this man went as far as to introduce me to his grandparents. Like he brought me to his grandma's birthday party. He introduced me to his grandparents. He introduced me to his mom. His mom like had my phone number to the point where she used to call my phone. Um, Introduced him to his dad, his sisters. I did his sisters make up for prom. Like this was a major thing. Now keep in mind, we weren't in a relationship. We just yeah. were dating. Um, but he ended up being so freaking psycho. And so he would do things like pop up at my house. He would um he he would block me from everything and then contact me from a random phone number. You blocked me. What is wrong with you? Oh god. <laughs> and so um that's wild. This went on. This went on for about two and a half years. I could not escape him. Like he tried to fight everybody around me. He tried to fight my friends. He tried to fight um my my old roommate. Um in her house. I used to stay with her. He tried to fight her in her house. So this last time the final straw was um you know he he ended up getting his shit together, or at least I thought. Um, and he picked me up. No, I actually picked him up. He was like, I, I was like, I'll drive this day. So I ended up picking him up. He wanted us to go to this bar. Um, randomly, one of my friends was the bartender at this bar downtown. And so we went in there. Before we got in the door, um, he was smoking a cigarette. Do you not know this man burnt the door, the door lady? It was like a, a lesbian. I don't know what she said to him, but he literally took the cigarette and burnt her with it. Oh, no, sir. So I'm like, what are you doing? Like, and I apologize on his behalf. You know, I'm like, whatever. I, 
that know. I probably won't be surprised because I got burned by a cigarette before, and that ain't, let me tell you, so I still feel it when I think about it. And to think I was a kid when it happened. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe he did that purposely. So then when we got in a bar, um, this was a straight bar. So I know, I know, I know. First of all, it's an after hour spot, and it was a straight bar. I know my place. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get that we, we're we in a time where we can be openly gay, but when it comes to situations like that, I also know the type of demographic that be in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving, let's just relax, like, just chill. And so we went to the bar randomly. My friend keeps saying she was a bartender, so we was at the bar, and she noticed that he was just, like, really aggressive. Like, he was just like, I'm just not understanding why we're not in a relationship yet. Da, 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 da. Like he just was going off about it. He said, like, we've been going through this. Da, 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 da. And so Keep Saya pulled her phone out and was recording us. Cause she was like, this is insane. So he saw her with the camera and he was like, nah, take a picture of us. Get, take some pictures of us too. So he was trying to like kiss me at the bar. And I was just like, no, bro. Like, what are you doing? Like, chill out. Yeah. So her friend who um, is a mutual friend with me too, she ended up walking in and she sat by us. So we started talking. He brought, pushed her in the conversation. So we went out back because it started getting a little rowdy. I said, let's go outside. They got patio tables. Let's get you some fresh air. I don't know what's going on. Man, it's time real Bobby Brown real quick. This man done pulled out a bag of cocaine mm-hmm. and started. Keep in mind, never knew he did coke. Okay, let's start there. He pulled out a bag of cocaine and took his phone and was like crushing it on the table. Oh my God. But he was like angry. So and he saw the way that we both were looking at him. So he didn't do the coke. But I was just like, okay, this is well, he don't want that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, okay, so this is explaining a lot. Like I understand. And so um as I was dropping him off, I just explained to him. I'm like, listen, I didn't know that you were a drug addict or doing drugs. I can't handle that this got to be the last time we ever see each other for real because, and I did and I tried to say it gentle because I knew that it was a possibility that he could like flip out on me. But um, yeah, that was the last time. But so have he, you heard from him since then or has he made an attempt to contact you? So he did. So after that, he contacted me maybe like a month and a half afterwards and he ended up moving to DC. Chaotic. He moved to Within DC. a month? Yeah, girl. He moved to DC. So when he was up there, um, he was just like, you know, I had to get away from Atlanta. It was just too much for me. Um, this is the reason why I was doing it. He was like, cause I don't even do drugs like that. Um, he said that night, I didn't even do the Coke. I threw it out the window and I said, well, you did something, but. Um, I know that had to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, whatever. Um, so, you know, I was just like, make a, I asked him, was he good? Blah, blah, blah. So he asked me for $20. All right. Me knowing his background. Swindler, swindler, cocaine swindler. I said, I don't have $20. Mm-hmm. So from that moment, he was like, I could give you $100 when I get paid. I just don't have money right there and I need to do my laundry. So I need the $20. That sounds like a dirty clothes problem, buddy. I don't like that. No Literally case. fast on me about the 20 He's he he said he called me all type of broke bitches and dirty ass bitches. I am, I am, and I got a washing dryer. Screenshotted his pay stub from it so you could see how much he gonna get paid and the money came. I don't know. And that was that was the last time I've heard from him. That's that's been about two and a half, three years ago. But yeah. But he reminded me of what Kanye is doing now. And that's, that's what I'm saying. I just hope nobody it. gets hurt because, like, it's when you do stuff so publicly, you see how crazy fans are. They just do stuff to celebrities just for the attention. And I feel like they'll be encouraged, just like how barbs are. They just do, they just attack people because of their fave. You know, it's just not cool. Yeah, that's not safe. That's just, it's so, I hate that. Yeah. Like, I remember, I remember one time we just randomly walked, we randomly ran into him somewhere. We were with my friends. And he made it a point to try to make it seem like we were, like, in a relationship. Like, he jumped in front of all my friends and was like, y'all, I'm so-and-so. He he was like, I don't know. He was just, like, being overly aggressive to me, like, grabbing me and just pulling me. I don't know. It was just too much. He was trying to embarrass um, my friend who he went to high school with. He tried to embarrass him in front of everybody. It just was really, it was too much. Like, I I had, That's why when people glorify toxic relationships, like I understand it a little bit because I'm no. like, 
at the, before Full on drama. That's that's really wild. Not necessarily <laughs> drama, but it's like I can't explain it. It's so stupid. It's like you you definitely want somebody who don't play about you. But after that situation, especially when the drug got involved, that's when I knew that I couldn't handle that. I could not handle stuff like that. Like I need somebody that's going to be be a human being for one, like act like a normal human being or not mentally ill rather. Yeah, no thanks. I I only associate myself in peaceful relationships. I don't have time for that. You can you cannot yeah. play about me, but I'm not. Don't play it. Don't not play about me to me. It's only when it's necessary. <laughs> but um, do you I remember th- you. that person that I was talking? Remember that you had a coworker that I was talking to, and uh, at the, at Hollister. Okay. Yeah, and um, I remember, okay, y'all, so there was this guy that I don't even claim him in my list of relationships. Like, I don't even know if I ever even kissed this dude. I don't, I don't even claim him in your list of relationships either. You get what I'm saying? So, anyway, um, so I just, I, so I remember I remember seeing him and thinking, like, oh, I wonder who that is when I was young and single, obviously. So I would tell Draco, I'm like, hey, you know, hook me up, blah, blah, blah. So I did, and he seemed cool, and I was like, okay, whatever. I get to know this guy, and I just don't like him. He just was saying and doing weird stuff. And I wish I could explain further, but I don't want this episode to get banned for explicit um, conversation because he's just saying and do some weird stuff. So anyway, I did not know how to properly break up with a dude. I was really new to this. So in my eyes, the only way I was breaking, the only way I knew to break up is to catch them cheating and break up with them because obviously I got a case. But with this guy, I just didn't like him. Like I just didn't like him. And so I just figured I'll just block him and get rid of him. And this was back where um like he lived on the east side, I lived on the west side, and neither of us had a car. So I feel like I could just avoid him for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh we were on a relationship on Facebook and I literally broke up like that. I just switched my status to single <laughs> and blocked him. I know it's so wild. I was I don't know how old I was. I wasn't 21 though. I was probably like 19. So anyway, um I remember, you know. Um, I don't know if I had, oh yeah. Cause so when you block somebody, they could still leave you a voicemail. Right. So I remember one day, um, me and Chris was on the phone or either you were at my house. I don't know. But anyway, for whatever reason, I had turned my phone off and turned it back on. I had a Nokia. And when I turned it back on, I had like 30 unheard voicemails. <laughs> you don't remember. I think I remember this, but he was like saying crazy stuff on him. Yeah, he was just like his voice. So basically, y'all, he left me several voicemails back to back to back. And on each voicemail, his voice would escalate and be more. And he had a right. He had a right to be upset. But we also didn't have any real feelings involved. Like he should have just let me go. But um Alicia, answer the phone. I just want to see what's going on. Man, I ain't heard from you, blah, blah, blah. blah. The next one. Alicia, pick up the phone before I go crazy. Then next one, he'd be like, he'll sing his name. Remember how he used to sing his name on the voice? Dun, 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 like that. Yes. Mind you, when you said it, when you said my coworker, and that, when you, that's, I wanted to say it so bad. Yeah. Was, oh he literally sang his name on my voicemail and then we're going to this spaz. So it made me feel glad that I did, that I did what I did because he clearly was nobody to be effed with. Okay. What do you mean? Uh, but yeah, so I don't remember what I eventually told him, but just know I never spoke to him again. Now, I did run into him one day. He was doing security at Six Flags. I was with an ex um, at the time. It was a losing relationship. And I was like, keep walking, keep walking. But we spoke, kept moving. And then I was, um, later on in life, I was dating this guy. And when I broke up with him, he basically would, he was not a social media person. But he would make a social media account on every platform and find me and cuss me out. It's <laughs> <laughs> not funny. It's real. It's not funny at all. But it would be so wild. Like you remember? Um, remember that? Um, that chirp app. It was like a like a Nextel chirp style app. It was uh, called Voxer. Voxer, yeah. Yes, he made a Voxer, and I'm just like, bro, leave leave me alone. Like Jesus. <laughs> But thankfully, I'm at that point in my life where I am very, very um, conscious about the choices I make, about the people I involve myself with, friends and intimate partners. So I hope I don't have to deal with it again. But my only other near example was this guy I met on Tinder, but he didn't really get crazy that like that. But he definitely walked past my job one day and I know he did it on purpose. I was like, all right, I'm just going to have to. um... I didn't know you had Tinder before. Yes, I did. I had it for a very, very, very short period. I was really ashamed to get it, but I was in a desperate place, okay? <laughs> but yeah, I met this guy on there and um, turns out he had dated somebody I went to high school with, so I guess that was like our little moment of... I didn't know the girl, but I knew who she was because she was in two classes above me, I think, but 
he had actually worked at this place next to my apartment next to franklin and um i was like oh, okay it got right then and there i was like, all right i don't want you to know nothing else about me because now i feel like i might see you. but i told him where i worked at this when i worked at the apple store and um yeah i don't know we the first time we the first night we matched we talked on the phone for hours you know how it go you get excited you everything funny yeah that's it that's that new relationship for all the new the, the new I, connection yeah. right and so we was talking about taking our dogs to the dog park blah 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 but i just he could dress really well but he had a receding hairline and i'm shallow and i did not like that i didn't and he wore really cool hats and to me that's not enough and it, it actually he was not attractive at all he just dressed really nice and so i just told myself to to not look past that and to let it go and so one day i was at work and i look up and he's just swiftly walking by my job with his head turned in my direction and I think I shared this on the podcast before, but I actually went to my manager and was like, hey, listen, I got this tender swindler <laughs> and I need you to know if anything weird go down, I already gave you a heads up. But that was it from him. I never heard from him again. Oh, my God. I've known peace ever since. I feel you. I ain't, you know, um, I don't got no perspectives now. So my life is just boring when it comes to dating. Um, the Boy, dating born is very safe um the dating out here in los angeles is the dating scene rather is very interesting um and not in a good way um i i you know it's very hard to find people with the same mindset as me because i'm from a whole different coast so i have to adjust to that part but also the guys that i've been running into i'm like you can't think that that's okay like there's no way in what your they mind. do. Um, I don't want to get the podcast banned, so we'll talk about that off air. No man. But just excuse me. Yeah, it's a lot. Excuse me. First of all, the men out here, um, the ones who are attractive or the ones who I'm be like, oh, okay, they're they're in relationships or they're married, but they be having open relationships. That's a thing. Like, and I understand people do that, but I'm very traditional and I'm, I, I like monogamy. So I'm not really with the group thing. And that'd be the problem. Cause everybody, other people do not. I mean, they say that, but they don't really mean it. Yeah. Like I'm, I cannot do that. I can't do that. And you know, um, I had a conversation with my friend that lives here about that. And he was like, your mind will change after you hear a little longer. I'm like, I doubt it. Yeah, I feel you. I doubt it because I just I don't know. I don't. First of all, I don't think that's safe. <laughs> Second of all, literally, my biggest fear is catching something I can't get rid of. Not even if I can get rid of it, I do not want it. And it's so much of it going around that you do not know until after you get it. And now what? Because I want to have some fun Girl, one night. Somebody said that. Somebody gonna bring up one. Uh, we had little groups uh, out, and somebody gonna say everybody had STD before. No, what? sweetie. No, sweetie, never, literally, never, never, ever. That's cr- That's wild to even say casually. What do you mean? Oh, you, just, had, you ain't never had um gonorrhea. They saying that just like you ain't tried some wing flavor. You ain't never had lemon pepper wet. Everybody don't had that. Let me tell you something. I put baby powder on my drawers one time and was itching. I almost went to the doctor because I thought I had STD. Let me tell you something. I get ingrown hairs pretty easily, and I used to think something was wrong with me. I'm like, this. <laughs> I don't. Pl- that's you know, I can't lie. That's when when you get to a point where you accept that as normalcy, there is something wrong. Honestly, I and why do you want to go through that? I remember when my when I first like ate asparagus. I ate asparagus <laughs> as an adult. And I smelled that pee. I thought that I, I thought something was going on. Let me tell you something. I just got my tetanus booster last week, and my my stuff smelled like like um like antibiotics. And I was like, oh my god! But I know I wasn't worried about it being something else. But I was still worried about my body in general because I'm like, why so strong? Why so strong? I'm scared. I'm scared. I never noticed that girl. I had to get tetanus shot so bad so many times in my life. Yeah, the um the one I got, you're supposed to get every 10 years. And the last time I got it, I was in college. So my daughter was like, mm, let's do it. And honestly, it hurt. It made my heart, my arm sore worse than the COVID booster. I'm like, it's funny because yeah. this is a that vaccine needle- I already had in my blood. Yeah, that's that shit is that's also that's probably the um vaccine yeah. that China was talking about. See that. Oh <laughs> she was like, you gotta get shot every 10 years. 
Yeah, it probably was. Yes, yeah, it's, it's um, it's actually one of the boot, one of the vaccines that cured a, a, a um, diphtheria, which was a big killer back in the day. But let's not get in our and um our medical bag because everybody don't had that. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I be thrown off by that. Like people be saying that, like even, but even like some of my most prude of prude friends. Yeah, like yeah, wild. I've had an STD before, and I'm like. I mean, the I thing know. is, catching it is not necessarily your fault, but to say it so passively like that is crazy because yeah, that no, that, actually- no, they didn't say it passively. They'll just be like, yeah, I've gotten something. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, if you did and you got rid of it, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Even if you didn't get rid of it, I don't want to make it seem like a that, you know, make people feel bad, but I don't want to also make it seem like I'm just careless. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. I, I definitely like, am a I want safe to person. From being able to relate with y'all on this particular. Literally point. tweeted that earlier today because I because um of just my like I said my experience out here with people. Mm-hmm. Now I I had to tweet. I'm like I don't care what nobody says. Please use protection when you have sex. That's yes. what I tweeted. Because people are insane and you know i've never been in a i've never experienced um people chastising me because i use protection that is so backwards and they so safety recently, shamers imagine yeah, being able like, to carry babies if people want to do it raw let them do it raw oh my god like you're right i don't know i don't know what be going on so that's why i said Listen, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of getting pregnant. It's just too much. It's like just that's why I'm gonna be on birth pregnancy. Coast. Ain't even a scare for me or who you know what I'm saying. That ain't even that's the least of my words. Yeah, you stupid. Yeah, as soon as I hear um um, what's it uh, what's it that women get when they can't have babies no more? A vasectomy or no? It's uh, that's <laughs> when it. you get older. Oh, um, um, menopause. Menopause, but what that menopause? That they got some expediters. Like, <laughs> oh God, not you is that far gone off having kids, baby, baby girl. But yeah, so anyway, it's so crazy. We didn't even have no other shop top talk talk topics that we got to go over. But the Kanye thing is really wild to me, and I hate that. Um, you know, I just think that sometimes people get to a point where they have so much power that everything they do is enabled. They have people around them that'll never say no because they want to be around them to reap the benefits of being around them. So when they do certain things, they get away with it. Um, for the majority, because they want to be people want to be in the good graces of said person. Mm-hmm. Period. Sick, sad. Um, but yeah. So anyway, y'all. Um. I am looking forward to spending the day in my bed for my birthday and cleaning up and collecting free stuff. And um... I'm actually about to do that now. Um, so I am going to Africa tomorrow and I will be there for the next eight days. Um, or yeah, the next eight days or whatever. So um, something that I do when I leave home for a long time is I like to throw away all the vegetables in my refrigerator. I need to clean the clean my um kitchen talking to the mic when you turn away you can't hear because you remember sorry i'll just be looking uh i I keep hearing something so i need to clean my well the kitchen ain't dirty i just need to wash these little dishes i use and i clean my bathroom earlier so i like clean my bathroom and stuff i hate coming home to a dirty house because i already got oh me too oh jeez i I can't even go to bed i'm so tired from my fight and i can't even lay down because i got clothes on the floor yeah and then like also i don't like the trash to be sitting there either so I got to take the trash out so I'm just doing that I packed my bag already I just have to I have to rethink my shoes because we've had a situation um um South Africa is not that safe when it comes to um valuables so I have to rethink what I'm taking because I wanted to bring like sun visors and stuff and what's the weather right now um it's 80. It's like oh, cold okay. at nighttime. It's kind of like similar to LA. It's like 50 at nighttime and then like 85 in the daytime. Gotcha. And y'all are gonna be on the coast, so it definitely be chilly at night. Yeah, it's gonna be definitely breezy. But you know, I wanted to bring my little sun visors and all the other stuff, but my sun visors Dior. I ain't bring that shit. You so, know, I told you how they get down out there. That pit pocketing is no joke. They, it's the elite of all pit pocketers. Even even my little small bag that I that I told you about. 
I mean, yes, obviously, can't, can't, I prefer a small bag, but I'm just saying things that are... But it's are still like, expensive. That bag was $900. Well, I'm... Okay, well, take it at your own risk. The point that I'm making is stuff like that that is valuable is not just valuable to you. It's valuable to those who want it. So I'm saying... You oh, I already that, know. I'm trying to figure out... But I, and you know what? I hate the fact that I've, I got rid of, like, all my stuff that I don't really care about, like, all the raggedy stuff, anything that was like, oh... Because I didn't want to take up unnecessary space. So now it's just like, oh, like the only thing that I have is gym shoes. Like what I have time like is your lit- flight tomorrow. 7 a.m. Oh, okay. So you gotta go get something. I don't know what to tell you. All I'm saying is because I'm not buying nothing else. It's just gonna have to do what it do. I got okay. some, I got a, a brand new pair of Air Force Ones that's been in here for about six months because I bought three pairs last summer. I'm gonna just take them, take some shoes to get dirty in, and probably like some boots or something and just call it a day but i'm gonna put that in my carry-on because yeah. i got a, I bought a, a bag i have a bag of um because i mean even in america i'd i'd be scared of getting my stuff stolen because i've i've gotten things taken from me before domestically so i like to carry my shoes because my shoes are probably like the most expensive things that i have so I I bought a bag that is specifically for sneakers. It's, it literally says sneakers on it, really small. So I'm going to carry that on the plane with my shoes in there, and we're going to have to pray. And I'm yeah. going to get when – when we're done, I'm about to just walk to CVS real quick, get some toiletries, and um, I'm going to get a lock. Actually, I'm just driving to Walmart. Get a lock that's got a key because I, um, I don't know. I'm just Godspeed, honey. Yeah, I'm gonna get a lot with well, the for key. For those I'm listening, a- maybe you don't know, but um, South Africa is, I mean, a lot of countries outside the US are known for pickpocketing, but South Africa has been pretty notorious, notorious for it. And so, um, before when Draco told me he was going, that was the first thing that came on my dog. I'm like, oh my God, you know, Google it. But I've heard of people getting their phone snatched, jury snatched, wallet snatched, belt snatched. I mean, you name it. And it's like, these people are really good. Like, you just do not know it even happened. You don't know what's about to happen, and you don't realize until you're looking for that item. So I was just trying to tell them, like, hey, you know, be careful of this. But then some people that are on this trip, it's already happened to them. So it's like. Yeah, they got, they didn't even make it out the airport and their bag got ransacked. Um, it was jewelry and shoes that were stolen. So luckily it wasn't anything more if they haven't noticed yet. But I ain't even trying to risk that. So. Yeah, it'll just ruin the whole trip. You'll be upset, especially your phone. Girl, I'm mad already. I'm like, I don't even want to go. Yeah. I mean, I do because. You know, I really want to experience this, but I just don't want, I hate having, I hate doing things that I want to enjoy, but have to like look over my shoulder. Cause I feel like I'd be having to do that in Mexico because they do that. They climb over fences to get in the houses and rob people, all this other stuff. And I've been to Mexico a few times. So I've, you know, it wasn't, when I got there, I wasn't that paranoid, mm-hmm. but I don't know. This is just different. Yeah, when I was in Kenya, I remember the driver telling me to um keep my win- like there was a traffic jam, and he was telling me to keep my windows up and door locked because that's usually when people will come and they'll either carjack you or they if you like one of my friends' dad was driving he had the window down because he was trying to um he was let he dropped somebody off and he was about to leave and they literally took his watch and he didn't even know off his wrist while he was at the steering wheel did not even know till he got home. Like imagine that. Imagine a watch. Now you know how to put a watch on. You got to poke it through the little hole and do all that. But yeah, um, so I when I was there, I wore. I mean, I wore the same Adidas sweatsuit suit and some Chuck Taylors every day. For real. I did. I really did. Cause I. I mean, I definitely wore some cute stuff a couple of times. But I was. I mean, I had a dress from Zara. It was like a regular hot dress, but. It was not like I was not trying to be fashionista. Yeah, because we we having dinner and we we were, we had like specific colors that we wear. But my um my dinner outfit is literally a silk pajama set from Amazon. That's fifty. Is the um dinner in the at the place y'all stand at? Yeah, it's a show. Okay, okay, well that's good. Well, I know y'all going to most the club. Of the times and- I, most of, majority of the time, our dinner and breakfast and stuff is going to be at the house. That's good. Well, just yeah. be careful when y'all go out in the nightlife and all that. But you know, I mean, because it's so many of y'all, y'all should be fine. But still, still, yeah, you could be yeah. a target yeah. because of that. You know. Yeah, we'll see. I'll stand let y'all stand in the my... middle. Let the rest of them stand outside of you. <laughs> I'm gonna just yell the whole time. Stand <laughs> up! Stand up! <laughs> they gonna steal your voice box. Shout! Oh, 
They're going to pickpocket your, your voice box. But all right, let's wrap this episode up. I am not about to edit this episode. I'm just going to drop it with the intro and hit submit. Yeah, so we finna do this thing. Shout out to everybody for being everybody. And let me say you something. Talk about how you can't do shit for a bitch. Okay. Uh, I just want to shout out to um, a couple of celebrities I share birthdays with. First started with YFN Lucci. I don't know if I'm supposed to say free him. So um, um, I'm just going to say happy birthday to him. Um, the weekend, <laughs> <laughs> the weekend um, Lupe Fiasco, and I think Mahershala Ali. Let me make sure. Give me five seconds. Mahershala. That's a black king right there. Okay. Boom. Nine, ooh, February 16th. You're going to be 48 tomorrow. Okay, cool. So there's some icons or whatever the case is. Very smart. Very successful. Very on brand for me. Okay, cool. All right, y'all. It's been another episode of OD Podcast. Holla at your girl. Holla at your world and Ishala Kandala. Holla at your pickpocket. <laughs> you know what? I'm done. Y'all send him protective, um, protective asset energy. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.